Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf, and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. In today's podcast, I'm actually going to be talking about stress again. This is stress part two, and having a completely different understanding and view of stress. Life can be hard, and it's easy to feel stressed, anxious, and out of control. What if there was a way to take back control? What if there was a practical way to detox your brain? This is now possible with NeuroCycle, the first ever scientifically tested brain detox app shown to help reduce an anxiety and depression by up to 81%. Users are guided through a variation of audio and video, brain exercises and mind management lessons every day. I'm excited to share some of the latest features in the app, including guides for children and parents, detailed feedback and recommendations, written guides through days 22 through 63 of the NeuroCycle, and an easy way to track your progress. There are over 500,000 NeuroCycle users worldwide, and the app has helped change thousands of lives, including people trying to find purpose in life, overcoming fear, better sleep, improved relationships, managing intrusive thoughts, depression and anxiety, and so much more. NeuroCycle is for everybody. No matter who you are, what you've been through, or what you do, you have an incredible mind and brain that is always on and needs to be managed so that you can live your best both mentally and physically. This app is designed for individuals, couples, families, businesses or corporations, for everyone, everywhere. Join us by committing just a few minutes a day and see how your life is transformed. In just 63 days, you will have begun rewiring your brain for a happier and healthier life. Download the NeuroCycle app today and start changing your life one thought at a time. Just look for NeuroCycle on the iTunes App Store or Google Play or visit NeuroCycle.app. The link and more information will be in the show notes. You know, we just say the word stress and we think, ah, bad. But actually, stress is an incredible word. It is the word that we use for how our mind actually responds to life experiences and what's going on inside of us and a combination of those two. So stress is really not a bad word. Without stress, we couldn't focus properly, we couldn't concentrate, etc. But we've been so conditioned to respond negatively to stress as though it's negative. And what research shows is that the way that you view something, and in this case specifically stress, is going to influence how you actually use that. So in other words, stress is actually on your side, but if you view it as something negative, it tips the scales in the wrong direction and our whole neurophysiology goes wrong. So one of the things, for example, that I found in my research is that if you have, if you see stress as toxic, as bad, so you're in a stressful situation, you feel the, the threat response and you stay in that threat response and you think, oh, this is bad, you shift into toxic stress, your whole neurophysiology responds. And one of the things that we saw, and I, I went into this in a lot of detail in, in part one, one of the things that we saw is that the brain waves change in such a way that your homocysteine levels increase, so there's more inflammation. So by looking at things as toxic stress, as stress being toxic and everything is toxic and you're not going to manage and stress is bad, it affects your brain waves and it causes inflammation. But when you see stress as something that's actually good for you and it's helping prime your mind, brain and body and your psychoneurobiology correctly, then your brain waves rebalance and your inflammation levels drop down. So homocysteine actually drops to a normal level, for example. And we also then feel like we can cope in our clarity of mind, etc. increase. So how can we do that? Well, I want you to think of life experiences a little bit like a volcano. And if you think of how a volcano works basically there's this 
this energy, energy going on inside the volcano. And it's like that for a long period of time. And then every now and again, something just, you'll get a little burst from the volcano. Eventually it explodes, it erupts. And that eruption then causes a lot of damage. And then as the the lava cools off, the, the soil is remineralized. And actually the remineralized soil grows back, the grass grows back even greener on that remineralized soil because it's actually now healthier and they make skin products from the remineralized soil, from the lava and so on. So the issue that burst in your life caused a lot of pain, but once you get through it, it actually brings a lot of learning and gain and health into your life. After the end of year work obligations and holiday family fun, it's easy to start the new year stressed, worn out and lacking motivation. If you're feeling like you need a holiday from the holidays, I have the perfect solution. Start taking magnesium breakthrough every night before you go to bed. Why? Because stress depletes your magnesium levels and magnesium is critical for getting deep and restorative sleep. Magnesium Breakthrough is the only organic, full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium in all in each pill. And when you get all seven critical forms of magnesium, that's when the magic happens. Pretty much every function in your body gets upgraded, from your sleep to your brain, from stress to pain and inflammation. Even better, by making Magnesium Breakthrough part of your daily routine, you'll be fully rested, recharged and ready to crush all your New Year's resolutions. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. In addition to the 10% discount you'll get by using the promo code Dr. Leaf 10, you will unlock a special gift with purchase for a limited time only. So go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash Dr. Leaf now and get your gift. The link and details will be in the show notes. And so when you think of that, that can also shift your view of, help you to shift your view of stress. Because stress then, in terms of this volcano analogy, is this life is going to happen. Things are, are erupting and things are boiling up and, and they get to a point where we don't really manage them properly or we are trying to manage them and then these little explosions happen and eventually the volcano erupts and we have the situation but we realize, okay, this is stressful, but I can learn from it. So the grass grows greener, et cetera, et cetera. Or we have the situation where, and then eventually, let me complete that analogy, eventually we get the mind management under control and we learn how to deal, how to recognize the stress response in our body is working for us. So when those explosions happen, we manage them more efficiently. The lava still comes out and the green grass grows after again, but we don't have as many eruptions before the volcano goes dormant. You see, eventually a volcano does go dormant and it doesn't explode anymore. But you still see the, the volcano, the, the, the remains of the volcano, so your, which is like your story, what you've gone through, but the eruptions aren't happening anymore. So what we see is that when you learn to recognize that the stress response in your mind, brain and body is there to help you, you move to the point of getting a dull dormant volcano more efficiently because when you see stress is working for you you're thinking with more clarity more intelligence you you're wiser at how you handle the situation you're just more there in the in, in getting to the point where you can actually solve that problem so the volcano explodes maybe once or twice instead of constantly exploding so toxic stress keeps us in an explosive state and that wears our body down as i also mentioned and ages our body shortens our telomeres reduces our telomeres raise all those things that I spoke about last week. So by bringing in that volcano analogy into our into our understanding, what we're doing when we shift our, our 
shift our perception is we are learning to get the volcano to erupt less and get dormant quicker in whatever the situation is. Now, the more you do that, the more you build resilience or not build the more you activate your natural resilience inside of you, which then can help with whatever the next situation that comes up. Because stress is inevitable. Everything be, everything in life is going to create stress. And that's normal, okay? It's normal. It's what's not normal is when we see the stress as abnormal and that response is abnormal and the way we're viewing it then actually doesn't, work for us it works against us and then it becomes so much more difficult to deal with the stressor the thing that's created that response in us in the first place so we get tremendous freedom when we can when we can just understand and view this differently so i want to give you a, a quick study just to help now hone in on and help you really apply this volcanic analogy a little bit more easily and this is a study that was done back in 2013 where they basically showed two videos to two groups of people in the one video stress was seen as debilitating to performance so the thing that we don't want so it threw the people into toxic stress so in other words they told the people that when your body heart pumps and heart pounding adrenaline pumping tension in your body panic all these things um, they, all these responses, your emotions and so on, and, and uh, your behaviors changing, they were told that that's debilitating, absolutely debilitating, and that it's going to make you feel worse, et cetera, et cetera. The other video that the other group watched, they were told, hey, when you feel all of this, it's actually good for you. It means that your mind, brain, and body are primed like I've been explaining. So the participants that viewed the latter one, they actually scored higher on the stress mindset scale. They saw stress as something that enhanced their performance and their health and their happiness improve. So when we see the stress response as our friend, it enhances performance, it enhances health, and it enhances happiness. And it helped people get through their issues. They saw a barrier and a challenge and toxic thoughts as something that they could deal with as opposed to being completely crushed by them and just like sunk, completely overcome by the lava. So that's just a little bit of another way of, of looking at this. But once again, I remind you that we are bombarded daily with stress and we're bombarded daily with messages that have wired into our non-conscious mind. And our non-conscious mind is 90 to 99% of who we are and it's our driving force. And our non-conscious mind is mixed, has a, is a whole mixture of messages from our environment and our past and our nurturing, all these things that are wiring in without you even being aware of it. And it's the other part of the non-conscious mind is our wisdom all, and our ability, lots of like having the wisdom and the answers to the things in life. And then the other part of the non-conscious is this search kind of component where your non-conscious is constantly searching for the things that are debilitating to your functioning, things that are toxic, that are things that you've absorbed into yourself and have wired into your mind, brain and body and, and non-conscious mind that are driving you. And it's looking for those and it's making you aware of those. And it's also looking for the good ones and making you aware of those too, so that you can grow the good ones and that you can deal with the toxic ones. So it's very much, it's all about being on your side. So in order to do that, that you have to be in the state of stress in order for your non-conscious mind that's literally wired for love, wired for protection, to find what's 
debilitating and send these through as signals. So it's not so when you become aware of these signals, as you've heard me say so often, you're not going to just overnight see stress as something that works for you. It's going to take you cycles of 63 to 66 days to help wire in this different perception of stress. So in part three, I'm going to give you some little exercises that you can do within the neurocycle to help you with that. So don't forget to part watch part one, rewatch part two if you need to, and go ahead and also watch part three. Look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.